Sandy D, Queen of Podcasts and Join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance, and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner zen. Find balance while growing your business. Tap into your creative flow. Explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, step into your power, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm talking with Changa Murray, a jazz vocalist based in Washington, D.C., now, usually I just jump like right into the first question, but I wanted listeners to hear this quote about her from allaboutjazz.com. So they say, it's difficult to nail down just what makes her voice so darn compelling. Maybe it's the comfort and familiarity. Maybe the confiding honesty. Whatever the case, it works exceptionally well. I agree with them 100%. <laughs> so, Jean-Marie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. That quote is just, oh, my God, I, I, I couldn't believe it. when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, too. <laughs> thank uh, you. So let's get started. So could you tell our listeners more about you, your background, and why you decided to become a jazz vocalist? And also what does Jean-Marie mean and how did you um, select your stage name? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm from Washington, D.C., and I still live here. Um, and I was raised by my grandmother who had uh, nine daughters <laughs> who were wow. sort of, uh, so my uh, cousins are sort of like my siblings. Um, but one of the daughters uh, was a flight attendant and um she was very influential in my life. And I kind of uh, looked up to her and she had this big uh, collection of jazz albums. And and I sort of, when I, you know, was home alone with my grandmother um, and she would be on, my aunt would be on a flight somewhere on a trip while working. Um, I would thumb through her albums and check it out. And that's kind of how I got introduced to jazz. I gravitated toward it right away. Um, Billie Holiday being who I connected with the most, I think because I was sort of a lonely kid. It didn't realize oh. it. I, I, yeah, I didn't realize it because I, I had a good time. But when I heard that music, I thought, what? You know, it, it felt familiar. The feeling, the emotion of it felt familiar. Uh, that, that was about age 13, and it was a long time later when I uh, I think I started getting familiar with um, my siblings, who, again, I did not grow up with, and they were um, into music, not musicians themselves, but they were sort of more, um, not I'll say not rigid like my grandmother was with regards to being a singer. That was sort of like... Uh, hell, <laughs> devil <laughs> stuff <laughs> for her, and yeah. and this wasn't that way with my siblings. And somehow I started going to jam sessions. I think maybe 
one of my siblings must have said I could sing or something. And But even before that, growing up with neighborhood girls, we would come over my house, play records, R&B. I, I grew up on um, Parliament Funkadelic. And so, oh, I saw um, them in person at and, State College. Oh. They came to State College before <laughs> the pandemic. They are still awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was definitely uh, wearing Bootsy Collins uh, sunglasses. Oh, yeah. I was the whole thing <laughs> and all of my friends as well. And we would sing. Um, so eventually uh, I started going to jam sessions um, in the D.C. area and realized I really didn't know about singing. I just knew how to sing to records in my basement. And, right. <laughs> uh, and it was a it was a tough lesson to learn. And eventually I met um, someone who was a songwriter, which was different than the musicians. I was encountering them. They all wanted to um, outplay each other at the jam oh, sessions, yeah. who was the best musician. But this particular guy was not into his musicality, though he was a musician. He was more into writing songs and recording. And it was my first time meeting someone like that. And I uh, came upon some of his work and just went crazy over it and decided to record it. It was in a drawer, not being heard. And it wow. ended up being my first album. And so oh, that's wow. sort of when I mark um, my professional career. Um Long before that, I had, um, I always uh, was sort of had a, a, well, I was into fashion because of the same air flight attendant um, mm -hmm. uh, aunt. And uh, so I would, um, I started selling fashion and objects uh, like uh statues and, and framed art, mainly from Africa, but whatever I thought was beautiful. And um, I gave the boutique the name Changami Ray. I looked it up in an African name book. It means like the sun. And I chose that because I'm a Leo and the sun is uh, that Oh, Zodiac of course. Fiery Leos. <laughs> yes. I would so never have realized. I would never, you know, I would never have pegged you as a Leo. You're yeah. an understated Leo, but now I get yeah. it. But, and you are a sunshine. I was talking on the last episode on the podcast. I've been reading a lot about like energy work and everything. Mm. And they have people that we call like sunshine conduits. It's just like when you encounter them, your energy is just like uplifted. And that makes sense because I, you are a ray of sunshine, dear. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry so <much>. to interrupt. <laughs> no, thanks for that. Um, and and yeah, I can't wait to hear more ab about your work and and really check into what you're discovering about energy. That's sort of new for me, but uh, of of much interest. But um, yeah, uh, so that was the name of. My uh, whenever I would go vending, uh, I, that would be the name that I would put on the name tag or something. Oh. Changami right as my name for my quote unquote boutique, and uh, <laughs> this became sort of a community. The vendors here around that time, you would always seem to see the same ones at festivals and other events, um, ba barbecue battles, whatever, and they just started calling me that. And oh, wow. so when I started singing professionally, I just took it on, but it really, oh. turned, it started out being the name for uh, my little vending booth. 
Oh, I love that. I love this story. I didn't know that about you. This is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Now, as many of our listeners know, um, the pandemic has had a dramatic effect on artists and musicians' livelihood um, because of, you know, venues being shut down. So could you please speak to how listeners can help like the proverbial an actual starving artist just by adding their songs to their playlist. Like this is something that honestly, I don't think people even stop to really think about like how important that is, especially as the music industry like shifted from, you know, vinyl and cassette tape and CDs where you're buying physical product to now it's primarily people are listening to digital downloads and listening on streaming, you know, devices and all that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, yeah, that is, you know, um, I don't even know where to send someone to get a download, even a download, you know, anymore. Everything is on a, mostly on a streaming platform, um, typically unless an artist just has, makes things available, um, either on on their SoundCloud page or their personal website. That's what I've seen. There's probably more stuff out there. Um, CD Baby is, was a big, um, uh, CD distribution company. It still exists, actually, but wow. it was founded on um, by someone who was just selling his friends CDs, and it turned into this big um, corporation um, representing millions of artists. And um, I think over the last year, maybe last year, or maybe right before the pandemic, they stopped. Um, selling CDs and stopped downloads and and all of the, you know, the opportunity they give give us now are uh, making our music available on on streaming platforms and and informing us um, little tips on on how to make the most of those opportunities. Uh, So that is the main way, I think. Of course, with COVID, you couldn't perform. That was a big uh, income stream for most artists. Um, uh, but, um, so it, COVID forced me to create <laughs> music. Um, right. and so, um, I, I have not, um, added anything, any singles. I'm, I'm working on albums, but yes, all of my, uh, the music from my two albums are out there, um, on, I think most, uh, definitely the main um, music service platforms and just adding them to your workout playlist or yeah. your dinner music playlist. That is just, uh, you, you may be familiar with Ariane. Uh, I think it was, oh no, who was it? Taylor Swift had a problem with Spotify. I think early on how little they paid per stream. So yeah, play my music a million times and I may make a dollar. I'm sure, I <laughs> know that's the, other, that's the other thing that people don't talk about, but I won't go yeah. into that's a whole other discussion as far as, um, yeah. yeah, that, but yeah. that is a, that is a contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, um, something I strongly or gr- uh, with great appreciation, I welcome, uh, that. So yeah, if you love an artist, 
add them to your playlist, multiple playlists, add all of their songs maybe to your yeah. multiple playlists. It, it it really helps, especially if you're listening to that daily. If, if you have a daily right. workout routine, you're listening to that, you know, that artist is getting that play every day. That's super helpful for them. And and I can definitely state, like, because I, I have, um, what's it? really resisted like signing up for their subscription but i have the apple whatever their music subscription is and i yes. have since we had chatted about that i've added <clears throat> some of your songs because of course why not i have your cds that's how old school i am but I'm like yeah you know what it is nice to have a portable version um but yeah your um only human and love albums i was able to find on there so um yeah. and i'm sure we can find them elsewhere too. So yep. yeah, please, if you're listening, you definitely have to check out. Um, and, and, yeah. Yeah. And if I can just add to yeah. that um, as well as uh, the streaming, something I think people don't think about as well um, is the artist's merchandise. T-shirts. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, you, you get a stream of music included in your monthly package, but that, you know, and it takes, it may take <laughs> a year or more right. for that artist to see any income from that, which again, they will appreciate. But if you could um, buy a t-shirt and once we get out of COVID, buy a uh, concert ticket and mm-hmm. keep that streaming going, you're really supporting that artist. And then there are, uh, there's the platform called Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, which allows you to become a subscriber of an artist. So search for your artists, uh, the artists that you love um, on Patreon. And again, I'm, I'm referring to independent artists. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't think people stop to think about, you know, all that. So that's good news. Um, That's good. You know, it's important. I mean, I can't really speak to, I don't, I don't know. Gee, my producer partner could, you know, chat with you about this, but I I am aware that, you know, different countries, I guess, for lack of a better word to say, different countries like support artists in different ways. I guess what I want to say is there are some countries where there's a lot more grant money or um, support from like their federal governments or their provincial or state or whatever, however they're divided up, governments for artists. And in the U.S., it's kind of different, I would say, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, like I love um Merkel in Germany. I mean the amount of covid support that she <laughs> Uh, there was a headline that said um Germany gives so many billion dollars more to the <laughs> arts community which meant there had already been a few million. Right. She was giving that much more and and then just recently, I found out to top that Austria has the arts in their constitution, supporting the oh, arts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now it's time for yeah. a constitutional amendment, I think. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll I think we have one. some other battles here before we get oh, to yeah. I don't know. I'll take yeah. it though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Now, many of our listeners are juggling nine to five jobs while growing their businesses. And one of my favorite songs on your Only Human album, which is 9 to 5, 
um, it speaks about like the daily grind. And in the song, you even asked the question, like, will I ever let it go? Um, and I remember listening to the song many, many years ago, by the way. Um, what advice do you have for creatives, entrepreneurs who are like uneasy about ditching their nine to five so they can like channel all that energy into their like creative endeavors and their businesses? I will say that um, both of my albums, uh, I was able to uh, produce them or rather have them created at the level of quality that they are at because I had a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And I was a part time artist during those years. Um, When it started to, um, when I started to shift and became honest with myself that it wasn't the work I wanted to do, that I was, the creative side of my brain was taking over. Um, I put a plan into action. Uh, I started, um, I took on a I took on a part-time job, which meant I had a full-time job and two part-time jobs because oh I was an artist too. But, it, but you know, as an, as an artist or your own side hustle, in that case, you could be flexible. But I took on this other part-time job um, that wasn't as, I was going to say, wasn't as demanding as my full-time. It was not nearly as demanding. It was... Uh, a mindless job. Mm-hmm. I needed something that, you know, <laughs> uh, that wasn't going to bring stress or, or required as much of my, as you say, energy. Yeah. And so I, I started working this part-time job with flexible hours and I set a date for myself on when I would leave. I dabbled in fashion show uh sold handbags um on the side and and um and eventually when i left i had these different sources of income and that's what i would recommend um that i put that date in front of myself you know if i had missed it so be it but it was something Mm -hmm. to work towards and um i had this these side um uh, and they were things I was interested in, not like yeah. the lot nine to five, which I loved my job. I loved the work um, uh, to a certain extent, but it just wasn't creative at all. Yeah. And, I, and that was taking over. And so, yeah, so these other things, these side things were all feeding the creative side and they were generating a little income. So I knew it gave me the confidence to know that I could make money on my own. And um, and then when that date came, I, as a girlfriend of mine said, just jump. <laughs> so I jumped and um, I am six years here out here as a full-time artist now it's so been that far long? so good yes yeah, i remember i remember that luncheon when we were celebrating it gosh it's been that long my <laughs> yeah. goodness good for you yeah. girl yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah and it's not always easy but mm-hmm. i i've never been happier even with being a starving artist and you just you just push forward you you become even more creative and so um, that's my story. So, yeah. Wow. I love it. So anybody out there listening, um, you know, if you have this creative energy inside of you, 
um, listen to what she just said. <laughs> don't don't fight it. I know because you know it's funny because um, I've probably shared with you before, but my mom's been pretty much a lifelong entrepreneur. I think as a kid, I remember a couple times where she tried sort of doing the root more routine nine to five working for others, and it just doesn't for her. It just doesn't work. She's just too creative, and she's got that entrepreneurial drive. And when you have that in you, it can be really difficult to do the nine to five, you know, it can be kind of constraining. So, um, yeah, I have a lot of admiration for those of you who can go out and just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, just jump. Yeah, it's tough. Just, just <laughs> jump and, and you uh, can always go back, um, and, yeah. and find, find something else. But, um, yeah, that's, um, that's kind of how I did it. And so make the plan and, um, do what you love maybe on the side for a while until you can, until you feel maybe that shift. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to take another uh, short break. And when we come back, let's talk about a topic that I know is near and dear to your heart, which is philanthropy. Okay. Introverts, are you ready to step into your power? Do you often feel like you're living your life on the sidelines watching other entrepreneurs succeed? Do you want to sound more confident when you're building your brand? Hi, I'm Sandy D, queen of podcasts and as an introvert, I get it. Speaking with confidence and clarity has always been a struggle until I unlocked the code and discovered tools and techniques to channel my inner rock star. Join my free masterclass, Introverts, step into your power. I'll show you how to leverage your strengths as an introvert while manifesting your dream clients. Learn how to grow your soul-driven business. Sign up today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. So Changamaray, since I have known you, you've always championed various causes and you, you know, go out there to help others in need. And so that's actually one reason why I love you so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, uh, Could you speak to how you follow your heart and how you decide like which causes to support? Oh boy, I, um, I belong to a, um, a group of women and Sandy, um, I'll have to see if you can join us uh, some Fridays. We meet once a month and it's uh, women from around the world, Oman, uh, the UK. Um, It's it's extraordinary. And the topic was uh, last month was um, simple choices, (laughs) simple (laughs) choices. And with um, Afghanistan, Haiti, um, the tornado, the earthquake, then the um, the hurricane. I mean, um, even in this country, the fires, the flooding. Uh, you know, what do you support? And the simple choice. I had to go there. I had to go to the mm-hmm. simple choice because you want to just help everywhere. If, I know. You know if I, I am a. a- <laughs> right, yeah. with infinite artist, resources, right? just give it all. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, we're limited in our money and um, and even our time, really. 
Um, and um, so it just came down to the simple choice of supporting Haiti because I have supported the Lombie Fund of Haiti for decades. Um, and uh, it's I like the idea that this organization based here in Washington, and I met them decades, uh, decades ago, um, they connect with the grassroots organization there and and um, give them the opportunities to help the community. So they're, they're not so much an outsider. They're letting, right. they're supporting the insiders. I, and I love and that. So concept. whatever you donate is actually truly helping people and not like all these admin costs that you hear of. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And if there are admin costs, they're admin that are there and, right. and that are, you know, actually a part of the organization doing um, the work or mobilizing people. Um, and so the Lumbee Fund of Haiti would be one. And similarly, um, Sankofa International is just the sweetest little organization um, that. I think 25 years ago, maybe longer than that now, the, the, the founder decided to go to Africa to, <laughs> to, to become rich. He was going to go and buy uh, handbags and handicrafts from Africa and come back here and sell them and become a rich man. And he went and met people in this village. And ever since uh the effort has become just to build up this one village for 25 years, one village in Ghana. The first oh, wow. um, effort was to um, get electricity to the village. That was the first project they did. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, so it's interesting. It's not, let's help Africa. Let's right. help Ghana. It is one village that knows this organization, welcomes this organization, and this organization has um, built it up. So it, it there's special, there have to be special things in life, in there, in place like that, um, where, and I just gravitate to it and wow. help what I, when I, where I can. In the case with Sankofa, um, they have fundraisers and uh, my quintet and I, we've performed for them and, and so, um, yeah, as I can, Sankofa International. Um, oh, nice. I recently was sponsored into the Rotary Club of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then that's just, um, that's just overwhelmingly impressive, the work that Rotary does around the world, eradicating polio and then just here uh, the DC uh, club that I uh, that I'm a member of just the the list of organizations it has supported and it's I think over 100 year history um, it's so impressive and the fact that it's here and, and they're helping people here that yeah I love that too and that's Rotary's in addition a, to yeah yeah go ahead please well, yeah Rotary is a great organization I mean I remember as a high school student, I actually won a Rotary scholarship for financial, <gasps> you know, because due to financial need. Yeah. yeah. I love them. Yeah. And yeah. more recently, um, locally here, um, they have a heavy influence. Like they participate in the um, international exchanges for high school. 
So yes. they they do great. They all do all kinds of great work. I can't speak. It's so I'm in, glad you're in it's it. It's incredible. Yes, yeah. I love them. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course I do some things on my own. Um, uh, the New Jazz Listener is a club I have. Um, I co-founded on Clubhouse, the yeah. Clubhouse app, and uh, sort of like Sankofa, it, it it started out being a you know, a way to look for opportunities in, in jazz and, and it has transformed into sort of this new education um, approach to introducing people to jazz music, people who are turned off by it, but uh-huh. kind of want to see what it's about. And yeah, 10,000 followers later. Uh, wow, and, you and go. Coming up oh with a year. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. So the new jazz, wow. Thank you. The new jazz listener, that's sort of, yeah, my baby right now. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. You're into all kinds of stuff, girl. You're great. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I need a vacation. <laughs> if that's I could afford one. <laughs> it's a full-time job. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh my gosh. Now, another topic that I wanted to cover with you that we talked about previously is um, voters' rights. Now, could you please share your thoughts on the current climate in the U.S.? But before you do so, I want to provide a little bit of context because we have listeners, you know, outside the U.S., just in case they're not aware of what's going on here. Many states are enacting laws that would restrict voter rights. Like, just to give you an idea on how widespread those laws are. I'm going to share a quote from the Brennan Center for Justice. Brennan was a Supreme Court justice. Um, And the Brennan Center for Justice is a nonpartisan law and policy institute. And they say that they are striving to uphold democracy values. Okay. So they say, between January 1st and July 14th, 2021, so that's only seven months, right? At least 18 states enacted 30 laws that restrict access to the vote. These laws make mail voting and early voting more difficult, impose harsher voter ID requirements, and make faulty voter purges more likely, among other things. More than 400 bills with provisions that restrict voting access have been introduced in 49 states in the 2021 legislative sessions. Now, I'll put the source of that quote in the show notes, but that, to me, is just crazy, (laughs) for lack of a better word to say. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? It, it 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 speaks volumes um, to um, where those uh, the people who have put forth those laws or ideas um, it put it makes it clear of um, that they know where they stand that they don't it it makes me think they think they don't have a shot. You know, and right. so, so, so there's that. And then that means you go, they re, they're resorting <laughs> to dirty tactics. It's dirty. That, yeah. That I, I just, I don't like that on any level. Yeah. Um, in, in any situation. Um, I, I, you know, uh, if you think you're going to lose, do something, um, above board that will strengthen your chances of you winning. Um, That's number two. Uh, Thirdly, as a black woman, this, this is, um, you know, it, it, these laws, I think in general, 
not I think, in general target uh, my race. Exactly. Yeah, it's outright and, to me. It's I see it as racism in you know in practice. I mean, because just look at all these gerrymandering, gerrymandering the districts and everything. Yeah, to me, it smacks of pure racism. Yeah, and and even with that, what is most heartbreaking to me is that it's going to affect um, seniors and people with disabilities. It's affecting, I mean, I can still get there to the, you know, to the polls, you know, right. um, but it's lessening the opportunity for a senior to get there when they could just give it to the mailman, give right. their, you know, ballot to the mailman, as well as the person with disability. That is heartbreaking to me. Um, so all in all, it makes me furious. Um, yeah. And I, I, um, I'm trying to be patient for um, the, the new administration to, to uh, handle it with a strong hand. I, I, I just am. Uh, I, uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, and without me going crazy, I'll stop there. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> uh, pay attention to what's not being, what you just didn't say. Exactly. No. And, and, and especially coming up with this nonsense in the height of a pandemic. Are you, are you kidding me? I mean, come on, the, come on. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking it's, here it's like, the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, wow, no one's watching. Let's do yeah. this. And same with the, um, the anti-abortion um, mm -hmm. push. Uh, it's, it's sort of, we're in the, we're in the thick still of COVID-19 and, um, and you'll throw something else again. It It's infuriating. Yeah. Know? No, I agree. I'm thinking John Lewis is probably kind of turning around in his coffin, just seeing all this nonsense going on with, um, you know, trying to suppress the vote. Yeah. 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 That's oh. the least of it. I mean, there are people, you know, alive and well that are um, doing what they can, marching, um, uh getting, trying to schedule meetings and, you know, um, but it's not, you know, it, I think it's falling on, it's not effective until we hear it from the highest, um, you know, position in right. our country, you know. Exactly. Yeah, no, they didn't speak up there. Wow. On a happier note, <laughs> Good. Uh, could you please uh, share a little bit about your next uh, project, your next album, if you're, if you're okay with sharing that? <laughs> Oh, sure. Um, well, I guess maybe just what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, I'm since so with COVID, I, I haven't been this creative in my whole career. It's forced me to <laughs> learn uh, music software so that I can have accompaniment because, you know, my ensemble, we would rehearse in my home and with social distancing and you know, we haven't done that, you know. And so, it, you know, I learned a little bit of digital software and uh, and released something I, that I was petrified to do when, you know, <laughs> when, you know, producers are so 
amazing, whether they're known or even local. Um, it, it's just amazing work. But I, I went out on a limb and released some something, and we've got something else coming up with I, where mm-hmm. I did sort of an or- orchestral piece, instrumental mm. orchestral piece uh, with digital software and collaborated yeah and collaborated with a dancer and that video has been done and we're and it was sort of showing the impact of COVID so she's doing this performance in her bedroom and now that things are opening up a bit we're getting ready to record part two where she'll be in a full open dance studio I'm very excited oh, about that's so that exciting. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah. wait for people to see it yeah. I'm just looking for the right opportunity um, or situation to release it yeah um, in uh, February I joined a um a songwriting camp. It's called Bad Kids Camp. I'm a Ooh, bad kid. Badass girl. <laughs> <laughs> bad Kids Camp. And it's taught by a six-time Grammy Award-winning songwriter and producer Malik Youssef. And he, with all of those awards, he is the most um, gentle and encouraging um instructor and it's not even that formal I'm making it sound mm-hmm. more formal than it is and um and and just like years ago when I heard those incredible songs so I love them so much I wanted to record them you know I wanted to I wanted to learn how to write because again going back to the playlists me writing songs puts more songs on the playlist and right. creates more income. So there was that thinking too. So enrolled in this camp and it's just been wonderful. And, and where it's not like um, this week's class is this, no, it's, right. it's this week we're going to write a song with Beyonce in mind. Okay. And it's just been incredible to have his, to have someone of his caliber hear your work, Uh-oh, it took probably a month for me to play something in <laughs> in camp. It's, oh. uh, it's sort of intimidating, but uh-huh. it wasn't long before I felt how comfortable of an environment he made for us. And I'm still enrolled. So Bad Kids uh, Camp is is just been incredible. Oh, and um, as far as um, yeah, and hopefully some of my music will come out of the camp and yeah. and, and will be available uh, to the public. I think I have to work it up to uh, those uh, six-time Grammy Award winning standards. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> but, hey, we got to slay the perfectionism, <laughs> girl. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll keep pushing. I'll yeah. keep, uh, as, as one wow. of the producers um uh, says profit, um, just trying to get better. Yeah. And, um, and so hopefully some of that music will make its way into the public and to public ears. And, uh, and then for several years, I've been working on my third album, which is a tribute to Billie Holiday and, 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 um, There'll be some surprises. I won't spoil it okay, here, but, okay. but uh, uh, there'll be some surprises on that album. And I, I hope maybe next year it that will come out. Um, yeah, it, if if all goes well, it's going to be super exciting. Mm. And 
Yeah, can't wait. Well, you know, keep us posted because we can always update our show notes and everything. So, and of course, when I see whatever you have on IG or Facebook, I'll share it. But yeah, just keep that in mind. Anytime you have stuff coming out, just let me know. I can update it in the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. I will. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. No, I didn't think to ask you before, but can you speak a little bit more about your uh, quintet, your ensemble? Oh, um sure um oh wow yeah i forgot to they are that on there. incredible oh my <laughs> gosh and i miss them so much yeah. uh i t- actually spoke with the drummer yesterday so um it the ensemble is um oh gosh it makes me want to tell you the story of how i met each one i won't do that <laughs> but it's 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 five amazing musicians they all mm-hmm. have names they're all local here in yeah. washington and they all have names in their own right. And uh-huh. I am the rookie in the group. Um, yeah. And um, and they've been, and we've been together since 2007. Wow. Uh, which is, uh, which is sort of unheard of. Um, most groups you'll see, um, uh, there'll be a different piano player the next time you see the group or something. But I've worked sort of diligently to, to try to have, uh, to try to keep us together. Um, there's been a strategy in doing that and so far so good. Um, and uh, I, I can't wait. And they're the, they've, we, they've recorded a couple of the selections on the Billy album uh, so far and hope, We'll be recording in December wow. uh, a couple of other songs. So um, I can't wait to see them. Um, but yeah, I have a, um, a rhythm section, which is piano, bass, and drum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that, my bass player plays electric bass. And um, and then two horns, trumpet and trombone. Wow. And uh, and yeah, they're smoking. They be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> the trombonist is who I think he is? Yes, 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 I saw you guys live, I don't remember the year it was, but my friend Shona and I saw you, I don't remember the name of the venue, but it was in Tacoma Park at one point, Is yes, that, that's the Republic. same ensemble, right, yeah, 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 that, yeah, oh, you guys were so wonderful, oh, Thank goodness, you. yeah, Thank and I also so saw much. you um, at Blues Alley a couple of years ago, too. Oh, wow. I remember I, I miss all these events and going to see live music. I really That's do. Saying that <sighs> Blues Alley was our best concert, and I don't know why I didn't think to record that bad boy. It was incredible. Oh. <laughs> the the acoustics in that <laughs> yeah. room. Oh my gosh. And well, the, then the next oh. time you play there, you will. You'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. An incredible night. I'm so glad you were there. And then the sing. The, the audience singing along um, with me to one yeah. of the songs, which will be on the Billy album. Oh. And, and that's one of the surprises I'll have for you guys. Oh, and I can't so, wait. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, when we come back, we're going to get another short break. I want to talk more about what you do to relax and rejuvenate. We are only human there's so much we can take only sadness knows how 
deep a heart can ache. We are only human, strong and yet so weak, having to discard what's promised men to Life's a crazy game This we know for sure No one stays the same When love walks out the door Hold me Darling, I am not so strong. I am only human, not meant to be alone. You're listening to Only Human by Changa Murray. Discover more at whensunnygetsblue.com and add her to your playlist. What do you do to relax and rejuvenate? Uh, <laughs> I pretty much just watch TV <laughs> and I watch, um, I watch movies. I, I, I like um, old movies. I mm-hmm. watch a lot of Turner classic movies. I love old movies. I got that from my mother who sort of turned me on to them. And, um, but then movies in general, um, uh, current ones as well. And, um, and then I, I'm really into design. So I watch too much, probably HGTV, <laughs> oh, a yeah. lot, a lot of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it for the most part. Um, 
to sort of s- try to stay fit. I mm-hmm. <laughs> I walk um, every morning just a few miles, a couple of miles. And so I get a lot of that's quite relaxing it, it, because I do it. Uh, I leave my house at 440 a.m. Oh, my gosh. How do you get up that yeah. early? Yeah, it's it's. Wow. Yeah. So that's the relaxing part. It's, yeah. it's so quiet out there. Uh-huh barely any traffic it's it's uh i would say that's uh where i get the most um relaxation um and listening to music um the new jazz listener that i mentioned earlier yeah. um uh, we have a a playlist that comes out of that room every week it grows i think there's like almost 19 hours of jazz music. So each week when there's a song that's played that I really like it, I put it on a, on a personal playlist. Mm -hmm. And um, so just hearing music and it tends to really be relaxing. I like uh, ethereal music. And Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, definitely music and, and probably mostly when I'm walking in the mornings. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. imagine DC. You do have to get up early to yeah. <laughs> get some quiet time. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Now, last but not least, who or what inspires you? Or, or it could be who and what, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, some of the people I've mentioned already, my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, the um, former flight attendant. Of course, they were very early on. It was my grandmother who sort of um, gave me this affinity for fashion. And, and I have a, I'm, I'm soon, and I should have mentioned this, I'll soon be sort of launching this uh, little online boutique where I sort of started curating Um, items to offer my fans and um, some of my former customers uh, because Mm -hmm. I've always had sort of a a collection to offer of some sort. Um, So my grandmother and my aunt, of course, for jazz, and and she sort of introduced me to art as well. And my mom, the movies and, and sort of the, how to be a businesswoman, how to Mm -hmm. take care of my business. Um, Uh, I have a an advisory committee um, that are all filled with my mentors. Uh, so, Mertice um, Badola. Oh, is, she's um, lovely. I've met her. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Yes, yeah. she is um, in an incredible businesswoman, and I learn a lot from her. She inspires me uh, that uh, I can be as great as she is. <laughs> um, uh, Lisa McCurdy is, uh, is sort of who sponsored me into Rotary. Mm-hmm. So I learn a lot about, um, uh, about helping others um, and as well as, and, and we're just good friends too. <laughs> we're good friends. We have a great time together. And, and also we, you know, we're probably each, well, Maybe I shouldn't say we're each other's accountability partner, but she's yeah. certainly mine. She stays on top of uh, me and makes sure I'm doing what I've said I'm going to do. Um, Glenn Turner, uh, who goes by the stage name Harmonica Music, he was the former piano player for Gil Scott Heron, and he was my first vocal coach, and he's still 
coaches me today oh, on wow. how to navigate uh, the music business. Um, uh, his music is just incredible. Um, there's uh, his song um, on the Love album, Part of Your Heart, is sort of my most played song ever. Um, he, he wrote it. And uh, so uh, he's very much in my life. He grew up with my brother, my, my siblings, and so he's family. Um, and and uh, and then two that I've recently met, um, uh, Jock uh, Bervik uh, played for Norman Connors, piano player, who's pretty much um, at the level of the business where he can see where I am and tell me what I need to do to um, get to the next level. Um, and and that doesn't mean me doing a worldwide tour and becoming Beyonce. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> we all have that, our different yeah, goals yeah, and yeah, different journeys. Yeah, that is not my goal, but <laughs> it, it's just sort of um, the standard, you know, increasing, having a, a increasing this, the standards of yeah. what we're doing as an, as a, a band, as an ensemble. He's, he's incredible. And he got me listening to Brazilian jazz and, <laughs> um, and, and finally, um, is Michael Aiken. Uh, he is, uh, owner of a boutique PR firm here in Washington, um, link strategic partners. And he's just, just, oh my gosh, that organization sh- it should be a nonprofit. It isn't, but it helps so many organizations that it should be. In fact, community is sort of in their mission. That's wow. what they're all about. And um, Michael has been just so supportive of, of me, someone he's newly met and um, just a cool guy who named his son after Miles Davis and (laughs) and um, love him already (laughs) yeah so I would say those and then of course um Lincoln Ross who the trombonist yes you referred to um (laughs) just um just a, a career that's just um has taught me what to do what not to do Every day I am learning um, from him. So, yeah, I I would think that's everyone. I think yeah, that's enough. <laughs> you have some wonderful people in your life. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I strongly advise um, having good people around you. I mean, yeah, it's and it, it and they didn't all come at once. It That takes that takes time, you know, finding people like that or those people coming, just coming into your orbit it's, yeah it's um it's just oof it's a good thing it's it's great oh i love <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> oh um so thank you so much for taking time out to talk with me today this has just been oh lovely i always love talking to you so <laughs> thank you for having me yeah, oh my gosh so and i love that you're doing this i'm so <laughs> happy for you oh. and, you know if this was video you guys i know i wish you could yeah, see she's been smiling like <laughs> <laughs> because you're my ray of, you're the ray of sunshine you're i swear Aww. you're a sunshine conduit you gotta read up on that <laughs> <laughs> okay, i will you really and are you're super happy you look great and I'm, I'm so happy for Thanks. um the program yeah and, and all that you're doing for for wellness the wellness of women yeah. and yeah thank you so much so for our listeners changa Murray is asking for your help 
to donate to the Lombie Fund of Haiti in light of the recent natural devastation. So Haiti has gone through a lot of stuff lately. Um, so it's um, at Lambie Fund, or you can also go to www.lambie, so it's L-A-M-B-I fund.org. I'll also post that in the show in the show notes too. When you donate, please send the DM to Chonga Murray. Um, send her a screenshot of your donation receipt and along with your address from anywhere in the world. And she'll send you an only human poster um, to that address. Just You just cover the postage. I think it's like $8 postage. Yeah. Um, and then also check out Chonga Murray's website. It's over at whensunnygetsblue.com and follow her on IG at Chonga Murray's love or on Twitter, it's at Chunga Murray. And I'll put all those in the show notes so you don't have to try to figure out how to spell everything. Um, mm-hmm. So thanks again so much um, for coming on our show. I really appreciate this it. This was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> sure. You were born to do this. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. Hold me near, my darling. I am not so strong I am only human Not meant to be alone You're listening to Only Human by Changa Murray. To discover more of her music, follow her at Changa Murray's Love. To learn how you can help support her efforts in Haiti, listen to her interview on the All Things Relax with Sandy D podcast. Listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Relax, recharge, be inspired, and step into your power. Sandy D, the Queen of Podcast Zen, would love to hear from you. You can connect with her on Instagram or Facebook at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>